and that both of us have really gone through some chapters with feeling bad about feeling bad yeah. <laughs> and like not allowing ourselves to feel the emotions of like, whoo, I'm having a tough day. Yeah. Because you're scared that you're going to screw up your vibration or that you're going to feel something out of alignment with what you're supposed to be feeling. Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hey there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are coming to you with another Lightworker Basics video. And this week we are going to talk about energy forecasting and our personal perspectives on what that means and how we do it. So let's get right into it. So the reason that Hannah and I wanted to talk about energy forecasting today is it's because it's not a topic that's really widely spoken about. Yeah. Um, I've definitely heard of other people that do this. You know, if you go on YouTube, there is a ton of energy forecasters. A lot of people refer to it as taking the temperature of the energy. Mm -hmm. um, other people just look at it as a prediction based exchange. But Hannah and I essentially just wanted to come forward today and share our personal perspectives on how we do this within our Ascension Energy updates and all of our other various videos and projects that we put together for these energy forecasts and essentially just give our perspectives on this and share our experiences. So what energy forecasting is to me is essentially a spiritual tool that a lot of light workers use. I believe that everybody on this planet has the capability to do this. It's just something that we learn to tap into. Mm -hmm. And as light workers, I feel like what generally happens, and this is just my experience with being a light worker and kind of going through the adventure of being somebody that's spiritually tapped in, like so many of our beautiful viewers. It seems to me like more often than not, light workers will go through emotional trends about a week and a half to several months, depending on how big the emotional wave is that's coming, mm -hmm. or the energetic event is another way to say it. Depending on how impactful it's going to be, light workers, I feel like, will go through it beforehand. Yeah. So that when the collective does go through this emotional, whether it be like a big, um, a big time to do subconscious emotional purging, mm -hmm. or if there's going to be like a trend where people are feeling kind of hot headed and we're being emotionally challenged to work on our tempers, you know, different emotional trends like this. Um, so often I feel like light workers will go through them ahead of time so that we can help facilitate the bridge into the healing and into the opportunity of expansion in this way. So energy forecasting becomes really helpful in this way because then not only can light workers come together beforehand and share experiences and feel that camaraderie, which is so incredibly important. Hannah and I talk about that 
all the time with the new earth. But you can also start to really develop a keen sense for your own life and the direction that you're headed in personally. Now, spirit does this in a lot of different ways um, by showing us things that can really help facilitate that connection with it being an energetic trend. Synchronicity is a huge way that they do this within my own life. And I chose the example of talking about when spirit is showing me that I'm going into some shadow work exploration. It never fails that I hear God smack song voodoo in my head. And that is my cue that, okay, it's going to be some dark night of the soul shadow exploration experiences, which leads Hannah and I into a topic that we have been talking about for quite some time, um, which is the, the shadow work is a good thing. Yeah. And that both of us have really gone through some chapters with feeling bad about feeling bad (laughs) and like not allowing ourselves to feel the emotions of like, whoo, I'm having a tough day. Yeah. Because you're scared that you're going to screw up your vibration or that you're going to feel something out of alignment with what you're supposed to be feeling. Mm -hmm. And so Hannah and I talked about this a little bit before we hopped on where I wasn't going to use my dark night of the soul example as an example. And then spirit reminded me, and it's funny because Hannah and I had been talking about it previously. They told her about this same thing that right now, so many of us are going through shadow dark night of the soul experiences and we're feeling shame surrounding this Mm -hmm. and we do not need to going through these emotional cycles where we're feeling mad at God and feeling mad at the experiences that we're going through, feeling sad as heck, and are going through these really difficult passages, that is part of growing as a human being, and that's part of being a human being. Mm -hmm. And it sucks when we're going through these challenging seasons that are really asking the most of us, but it is also something that is so incredibly valuable And I'm not going to speak to your experiences, my friend, because you are living a life experience that is completely different than mine. But I know that Hannah and I have talked about this, especially over the past several weeks, Mm -hmm. that going through the shadow and going through the dark night of the soul passages, not only are they so incredibly important for our own soul's evolution, but it's okay to go through them and it's more than okay it's perfectly natural Mm -hmm. to go necessary that's the perfect way of saying it yeah it's key yes it's part of it it's all part of the process and so we wanted to talk about that too because that's what happens for me is i hear god smacks voodoo start playing in my third eye room and that's my cue. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're about to descend and do some, some shadow work. Am I overjoyed necessarily when I hear that? <laughs> you know? No. It's, t- <laughs> it's, it's like your time. oh shit moment. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so many of us, I feel like have this thing 
you know, I like to refer to it as a soul dictionary where we have like these cues from spirit that we might not, not naturally associate with a soul dictionary, like reasoning yet, but that we have these natural cues. Like for me, it's the music. Yeah. And I hear voodoo playing in my head. But for somebody else, it could literally just be an emotional, intuitive nudge. Yeah. Because that's what it starts out as so many of the times. Mm-hmm. It's just a small little seed. And then you start paying attention to these things and you do start growing your soul dictionary. But yeah, it's not necessarily always fun to do shadow work, but so incredibly necessary. And especially when it comes back to energy forecasting, which is what this video is about, it is incredibly, it's not only incredibly important, but it's crucial, frankly, to this process and to grow and to be able to do this, to be this facilitator in this way, you need to have created a massive amount of empathy in order to really read the transits in the depth that people need you to read them in. And you don't necessarily, and I'm not saying that everybody has to go through the, the same emotional experiences because we don't. No. But it helps because then spirit guides people that have been through similar emotional experiences. They guide them to you to facilitate this healing. Ripple effect is something that we talk about all the time on this channel. Mm. So that's my perspective on energy forecasting. And now Hannah is going to share hers. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, I'm going to do mine backwards. So I'm going to start with the um, like dark being necessary and then move my way opposite of Beth. Um, Without the dark, light wouldn't even exist because that would be our constant, you know, and we wouldn't know anything else. And so if we didn't have the darkness, we wouldn't be grateful for the light. And I think that that's like really important to say because it just really makes it hit home that the dark really is necessary. And that when we go into those phases where we are going into like the deep depths of our soul and doing some internal work, that is for your better good. And like, it sucks when it's happening and like bringing up old memories that you would rather not think about or like working through some issues you have with loving yourself or being able to love others or whatever it is that you're going through. Like that is so that you can grow. Like it has to happen. Otherwise you will be stuck in the same place that you were previously. And we don't want to do that, right? Like when we're 80, we don't want to be in the same mindset or the same soul phase as we were when we were 20. Like we want to be able to look back and be like, wow, I have really grown. I've really matured. I have become an insanely better person. So I just wanted to say that about the light and the dark um, because that's really been coming up for me and um, I'm probably going to write a post about it in Dear Unlined One um, in the magazine. So watch out for that if you would like to learn more about my perspective on, on the dark and the light. But I wanted to talk about this idea of, of energy forecasting, what Beth and I do. And um, a lot of what she said, I absolutely resonate with. Like, I do truly believe that light workers and star seeds feel the energy 
well beforehand, um, well before the collective does. Um, and it's so that we can help guide other people through and so that spirit can lead people our way that they know we will be able to help. And what I really do to be able to forecast the energy is to look at patterns that are occurring within my life or look at patterns that I am seeing within my life, within the lives of people around me, and just try to see where it all connects. Because if I'm experiencing something and I go on Facebook and I see that two other people write about weirdly similar circumstances that they're going through, I'm like, okay, what does this mean? What is being shown to us right now? What is this energy doing to us? And where is it all stemming from? And so I think it's really important to look for the patterns, to look for the synchronicities. I really like to do this by writing. So I try my very best to write every day, just even if it's like a little bit, and just talk about what happened throughout the day. What was I feeling? What sort of energy did I feel? Maybe I felt really good in the morning, but then by nighttime, it was really rough. And maybe I went on Facebook and I noticed that this other person that I know, this other light worker, went through a very similar thing. So what does that mean? And how can I recognize this in like a bigger picture aspect? Maybe it meant that we are moving down into the depths of our soul for some internal work. And I can recognize that from the pattern. And you just sort of build off of it and it becomes easier to recognize things. Like Beth said, like you develop a soul dictionary where like you experience certain things and you're like, okay, that means this. Like you connect it with that and spirit knows that you connect it with that. So they're going to use it in the future as an example. So you know what you're headed into. One of the energy points um, in our most recent episodes uh, was about going back to the basics. And that was something that spirit said to me just a couple of days ago. And I didn't know what it meant. Um, it could mean so many different things going back to the basics, but they just said that they didn't elaborate on it. And so I just waited and I was like, more of it will come to me if it's meant to, and I'll, I'll understand where it's coming from or in what it means. And so I heard them say it. And then I was listening to an astrologist and she said that phrase going back to the basics. And she was referring to it as we're going back to the basics of loving one another and we're just returning to love. And then another person, another light worker I was talking to yesterday, this literally all happened within like two days of each other he said, we're going back to the basics. And I was like, okay, like this is definitely something It sticks out to me. And then we came up with this energy point um, and, we're, and we're able to talk about it because we noticed that it's something that a lot of people are going through. And it's something that is a general theme within the energy right now. Um, I also have one coming up, um, the sea of tranquility. I don't know what it means. I know that it's like a lake or some body of water on the moon, but that phrase has come up to me. Like I just learned about it yesterday. I don't like I learned what the sea, the sea of tranquility was yesterday. Um, I have no clue what it means yet, but watch out for our future energy updates because if it comes to me, then I'll definitely share it with you guys and you'll see like what the sea of tranquility means. But that's just like really how this works is you get like a little hint and then as time goes on, you gather information about it until you have like this whole picture. And so that's what I really wanted to say about energy forecasting and how I'm able to do it. Like I said, like writing is super helpful for me. And I think that 
it could be for a lot of people um, in learning how to recognize the patterns and the synchronicities that are happening within your life. Because mm-hmm. it really is a process of growing it. Absolutely. It starts so small. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, like, could I do this like a year ago? Not as well as I can today. Yeah. You build and build and build. Yeah. And think about like where we'll be in the future with it. Like it's yes. super exciting. Mm-hmm. It really is like a garden with your spiritual toolbox, our friends, yeah. where you discover these gifts and like where in most cases, many of us have, the majority of us have this ability. And I would stretch to say all, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know that, but I know more people that I can see the beginning stages of this within yeah. than I know people that don't. Mm-hmm. But you begin to see it too in other people. And I think that's something that is so wonderful about going through these different toolbox, you know, explorations where then you look at other people and you're like, oh my gosh, we're all super special in this way. Yeah. Like every single one of us has this medicine. We can all facilitate this healing work. It just is a matter of us waking up to that and recognizing that it's something that we want to do and then building off of it. And that is all that we have for you today. So thank you so much for listening to this episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. We are coming out with several episodes every single week. If this resonated with you, be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes and be sure to share this with other like-minded friends who you think might also be able to benefit from this episode as well. Thanks so much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.